Welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast with Don and Suzanne Manning. Parents, what if we could give you the power to transform your family into something absolutely amazing? A family where everyone is healthy, gets along, loves Jesus, and has great purpose in life. Hey, let us flip your thinking to unlock the power God has given you to create your own Crazy Cool Family. Hello, parents, and welcome to the Crazy Cool Family Podcast. If you didn't catch last week's podcast with Suzanne by herself doing a podcast on home learning, you need to go back and listen to that. All of us are faced with, hey, kids are at home and we are teaching them at home. And she gives you some very practical insights. But really what she does is she's teaching you how to connect with your kids and not be all stressed out. So go back and listen to that. And so today it's just me and we're going to talk about the dad's influence on this coronavirus stuff going around. What are we going to do, dads? And so moms, before you turn me off, just hang on and listen as well, because I'm going to show you some things that I want your husband to do and how the dad's role in the home and things that we can do with that. But also, wives, as you listen to this, I want you to listen to this in a way that says, hey, how can I help my husband be a success during this time? How can I help him and encourage him in the right way where he gets to be a hero rather than, you know, I'm on him all the time. He's not enough or whatever. So, so I'm really encourage husbands and wives to listen to this, but we're going to talk today about dad's influence in the home as we go through this uh, sequester or the, the quarantine, if you will, of what we're going on. So first of all, how do we support dads? How do we support our wife and children? Let's go through wives first. Um, wives need encouragement, dads. They need encouragement. They don't, you know, so often we come in with our work mode and we want to, and, 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 and dads, I understand we are trying to help. We want to help our wives solve their problems. And so we come in with our systems and with our uh, to-do list and with our control and with our, you know, and a lot of things that work at work are not going to work at home. So first thing to do is just be encouraging. Hey, honey, we can do this. Um, hey, we're going to get through this. Hey, you know, so the other day, um, you know, my wife and I, we just came in from the grocery store and and she just started to cry because she was just a little bit overwhelmed by the um, things that happened. And, you know, my job then was just to hold her and say, yeah, it's going to be OK. And so sometimes that encouragement, uh, the patience and and just being practical um, instead of telling her how to do it, just jumping in and doing it, being a help with the task around the house and making those things happen. Um, helping with discipline, you know, so now both of you are in the home and so uh, you know, dads, we don't get to just sit on the couch and let our wives do all the work. It's time to participate in the discipline. And I'm even seeing dads a lot participating, participating in the home learning. And, uh, you know, I had one guy tell me the other day, he said, I go to work now about 10 or, you know, at home, he's at home, but he says, I go do my work about 10 because I help those kids with school for a couple of hours. And then I hand it off to my wife for the rest of the day. She's a stay at home mom, but he stepped in. And now with a new situation, he's stepping in and doing some of that because he has certain strengths. And I think that's one thing to do dads is, is to look at the strengths you have and the strengths that your spouse has and try to combine those and be successful because it's going to really help your kids. And, and they want to, I mean, 
this is fun for the kids, but they're also a little bit scared. Kids need reassurance right now that everything's going to be okay. You know, I had a dad the other day tell me, he said, my kid was talking to another kid, and the kid said, oh, yeah, when you get the coronavirus, everyone dies that gets it. Everyone that gets the coronavirus just dies. And so the kid obviously had a lot of fear about that. And so he kind of, dad, are we going to get the coronavirus, and are we going to die? And he had to assure him what was going on. So just understand that your kids, dads, the best thing I've heard, you know, it was actually Suzanne's mom that told us this many years ago. She said, you know what? Kids are just little people. And if you see them as not things you have to control and things that have to obey you and things that have to, you know, be respectful of you and you just see them as little people, you will see that you'll have fun with them and you will get to enjoy them as well as, you know, when you see them as little people, you see their emotions and you see what they need, not what you need to control in them. And so, doesn't mean you don't set boundaries and boundaries are good, but, but the boundaries come, you know, as you, as you're setting those boundaries, don't move towards control, see it from their perspective, see it from their hearts. And so you can just be fun with them as well. We can have fun and still have boundaries and we can listen to them and still be uh, good, firm dads while we are still building the relationships with our kids, you know? And so, so that talks about the wives wives hope you hopefully you only have one wife it talks about your wife and talks about um, children but what about you I mean how are you dealing with this and what are you gonna do dads to to go get that inner strength to get up every day and to bring it in your bring that strength into your home you got to do it all day long used to maybe you went to the office came home and had home time for two hours now in many ways you've got home time for all day long and so what are you going to do to do that? And that's where you're going to have to do the pursue God thing. You know, we talk about three commitments, pursue God, build relationships, create culture. Well, guess what? The pursue God's got to come first. And how can you do that? One of them is it's just, man, it's hard in when your schedule's disrupted, but this is the time you got to go get some time with God. And, you know, every morning right now I get up, it's the first thing I do. I'm going to go in there. It, you know, this morning it was about, 15 minutes because I needed to go do some things, but I hope it's longer than that usually, but I just need to go. And this morning I was like, God, I don't have the answers you do. I need your help. Um, I'm talking to other men that, and seeing how they're doing, uh, both from a peer perspective and from a mentoring perspective, just seeing, hey, how's it going out there? Um, you know, it's maybe a great time for you to institute a new discipline. Like maybe you start to journal things right now if you've never done that. Maybe you've got a little bit more time because the um, the work you don't have to. What what are you doing with your commute time, for example? If you're staying at home and you used to drive 30 minutes to work, well, what if that time now becomes a time you just sit down and say, okay, I'm gonna shut out the world. I'm going to talk to God and I'm going to journal my thoughts. So maybe it's a good time to put in a new discipline. But whatever you do. You got to find strength. Romans 15, 13 says that that we have to go to God first, that the God of hope fills us up so that we can overflow with hope by the power of the Holy Spirit. If, if you're not going into God, you're not going to have anything to give out. Go get something from God so you can give out. But then so you're at home and, and maybe and for a lot of us, you know, when I'm at home, I need to work. I need, there's things I need to do. I need to be productive. And I remember when I had little kids and tried to do that and they didn't get that when dad was home. And I bet you're experiencing this when now, when dad comes home, dad's a play toy. 
And so you, and somehow you got to change that without being a jerk to them. And can't, suddenly it's like, okay, that room that they could come into anytime they wanted is now off limits because dad has to work or whatever. And so um, I don't know how you do that. Every home's different and you got to look at your place, but uh, maybe your workspace needs to change. You know, maybe it needs to be out of the way and maybe it needs to be because maybe it can't be in the flow of the home. You've also got kids at home that might not have been at home before so they've got to have a space to do their school and do their work as well so um but um one of the things i tell dads a lot and and suzanne and i talk about with them as we go into the home workspace is man especially during right now is drop your standards you will do more as a dad and to uh to kill relationships with your kids when you are over the top with your standards when everybody's at home and there is just so much chaos going on. Um, you know, some of that goes back to that patience, but man, it's, it's hard to expect a perfectly clean or perfectly quiet house. And when you are the dad that just rants and rails on, man, nobody picks up anything around here. I got to do everything. And, or, you know, be quiet. I got to work. I'm on a call. Come on, you know, respect me or whatever. All you're doing is creating a lot of stress in your home. Um, and I understand that may be coming out of your stress. But again, how are you going to first set up the environment? So the first key is go into your house and say, okay, this is an environment we can work with. This is a system we can work with. But then just let it go a little bit because you're going to see, you know, uh, we were talking about that. I was on a Zoom call the other day and, you know, it's getting more and more, especially in this time and time such as this is everybody knows everybody's dealing with the same stresses so if your three-year-old comes in on your zoom call hey just be patient with it hey guys sorry you know honey can you help me and you start or maybe the old this is a great time to get your older kids to help for example because um you know let me give you a little tip you can say this you can say hey let's say you've got a a, a 10 year old and a and a five-year-old you can say to the 10 year old, hey buddy, I really need your help. You know, I'm gonna get on this conference call at one, at one o'clock, okay? It's important for my work and, and I need it to be quiet in my, in my um, study or wherever I am. Would you do me a favor, would you help me? I, I need your help with your brother, you know, your five-year-old brother, Sam, or whatever his name is. I need help with Sam and I need help for you to go play with him in your room. And now you got to be good to him. I mean, he might irritate you. And you see, see where I'm going with this? You can make it into a deal where now they're a hero. They're going to help you. And, and if, if they, he lets Sam go and Sam comes in there and messes with you, you know, that's not, again, that's when the time you say, hey, that's okay. Let me go reset this or whatever, but make them into a hero as they help you. It's just being creative. It's being relational. It's being patient. It's not expecting things. Um, it's great to create guidelines before them, before the things happen. But if it messes up, try to be patient with it. And then also just come out often and smile and laugh with them. You know, if don't be that dad that's always in his room, you know, always in the study or always in the bedroom, wherever it is. And we can never bother dad. We can never bother dad. Dad's, dad's the king and dad, can, you know, come out and smile and just have some fun with them. You know, take five minutes and, and play with them and do some stuff. And then, okay, hey, I got to go back to work, guys. Here's what it goes. Because, you know, we do have to be productive and do those things. But 
Um, I hope, dads, as you work from home, you create the environment where they want that. You know, um, so many times I have heard from from kids and from moms that when dad comes home, the world of home changes. And it's usually not in a positive way. They usually say, you know, when dad comes in, the rules change. You know, everything can be fun, but when dad comes in, everything's strict and everything. Don't be a dad like that, especially not in this time when you need to be strong, but you need to be fun as well. And you need to be a little bit flexible as we go through this season. Okay, so let's talk about just where you can put your energy, dads. Um, I'm seeing so many dads that are using this time to create house projects, to create um, fun times with their kids. Um, hey, maybe you haven't exercised in a while. Maybe it's time to just, you know, go do, maybe go, go on a walk or, 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 you know, start. The health club's closed, uh, so, uh, so maybe you got to do some stuff at home that's a little bit different. One of the good things about, you know, our technology today is there's so many different apps and things that you can do workouts with. Hey, what if you did it with your kids? You know, uh, just yesterday, I, uh, my boys are at home. They're eighth grade and and tenth uh, grade or seventh grade, I should say, and tenth grade. I need to know the need to know the grades of my kids. Um, so, um, and I came home and I was going to go work out, and so I just grabbed my seventh grader. And I said, "Hey, you're getting off your Xbox. Get out here." And he's like, "No, I kind of want to, or whatever." And so, but I did it, and we played a little basketball, did a little workout, and it wasn't much, but it was. Um, it was fun, and we connected together. So what are you going to do? One of the things I tell dads a lot right now is use your energy to connect with your kids. You get this great opportunity to build relationships with them over the next few weeks or however long this lasts. Use your energy to connect with them and use your patience as you connect with them. I just We just did a little project. Um, I own a daycare, and I needed to go dig a ditch there. And so I took my two, rather than hire it out, which I could have, um, but I needed to save the money because anyway, all the business stuff's going down and everything else. But um, I just took my boys out there and we, for a Saturday morning and we, um, uh, we did the project together. But here's what happened. The project took longer than I thought. We had to dig this ditch and um, man, it was full of roots and it was awful. I mean, it was really hard to dig. And guess what? My seventh grader, uh, he doesn't know how to operate a shovel as well as I do. And so I had to teach him that, but it was going too long and I felt bad because it was going too long. And I, but, and, and, you know, it wasn't working like I thought, and then they didn't perform like I wanted to every time. And so, but Hey, that's what, that's going to happen in these projects. And what are you going to do to create these projects? But then be patient and create an experience with them that will, They'll remember rather than, and, and you want them to remember it as something that was awesome rather than something that was, oh gosh, dad stayed mad the whole time and I felt like I was not good enough to do what he wanted to do. You know, that's not the good project. You know, finish it with, hey, dad overcame his frustrations and man, I felt like I was a help to dad. That's what you want to come out with. Hey, the kids are help to dad they are they are and kids love it when they do things for you and you are pleased with them um what kind of adventures can you create is there is there things you can do in the younger ones it's i think it's actually easier to do with the younger ones because it can be home-based I, you know, i'm struggling to find things okay i've got a seventh grader and tenth grader what do i do and even my uh my freshman from college just got home so what am i going to do to 
to make their life interesting, get them out of the house, do things. Uh, it's, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm fighting to find ideas, but, um, and so if you got any suggestions for me, let me know what you're doing with your older boys for sure. But, you know, uh, and, and maybe parents even in in the in the um, chat that we have, you know, you could uh, in our in our Facebook or whatever Facebook group, just suggest things. What are you doing with your uh, um, with your kids and what are you doing for adventures? Because that can be awesome as well. Uh, just finally, dads, and we've, we've hit on this a little bit, but I want to give you some very practical things to do. Um, we talk about a crazy cool family, pursue God, our three commitments, pursue God, build relationships, create culture. Well, guess what? And what we talk about is culture drives relationships and relationships drive family. Well, you have this awesome opportunity to create an amazing culture in your home over the next few weeks. And, or you have this awesome opportunity to create a not so awesome culture in your home. So what are you going to do to be an addition to the culture, to add to the positive vibes of your home, to be a dad that is going to bring energy and life? You know, um, I was talking to a dad just, just a couple of days ago and he said, man, I've got issues in my home. And now that everybody's together, we have more issues because it's exposing all the issues. And that may be you, or it may be that you've got some relationships in your home. And we're seeing parents all over the spectrum from, oh, I'm loving this. You know, I'm loving being with my kids and all that to, man, this is exposing some really uh, relational difficulties in our home. I don't know where you are on the spectrum, but guess what? Here's what I do know. If you come in with the love of Jesus in your heart, and you, become, and you do some very practical things to be a positive addition to the culture in your home, wherever your relationships are, they're going to get better. And you're going to, and you're going to look at this season and go, man, that was a time of growth in the culture of my home. That was a time when our culture got better. It got more life giving. Okay. So I want to inspire you with that. You have this great opportunity, dad, dads, step into it. And here's some very practical ways. Number one is just don't be on the phone all the time. Um, you know, I know that because you're not connected to your office and now you're not physically there, there may be a lot more phone calls, a lot more conference calls, things like that. Um, that's okay. Just, you know, when the call's over, get off your phone, put it away and engage your family. Um, be more purposeful about not being on your phone all the time. Um, just another thing, and this is so important and this is such a great time to learn this is ask questions. Okay, so purpose yourself that you are not going to talk about yourself, that you are not going to talk about your stuff. I don't mean all the time, but just, you know, more so go ask questions. Go ask your wife. Hey, how's it going? What are you doing? How can I help? Ask your three-year-old. Um, you know, my daughter Madeline who's got our grandson Truett she just says hey Truett tell me a story and Truett's he's like just over one and he'll just start babbling stuff I mean he's, you know we can't understand a word Truett says but Truett all she did was ask him to talk about himself and talk about life and he just loves it we can't understand a word he says but it it gives them life and that's what asking questions does it brings out life in your family it brings out life in your wife it brings out life in your kids just ask them hey 
Tell me a story about what happened today. Hey, what's going on with your home learning in math? Or, you know, whatever it is, you know, just to, uh, yesterday I was asking um, McCade, my seventh grader, hey, what's the hardest subject? He said, it's art, Dad. He said, they're giving us all these assignments in art. Who would have thought art was the hardest, you know, thing would, to be done in home learning? And, you know, but it was, we just had a conversation. I said, well, what are you doing about that? And, you know, how's it going? What are you having to do? What, what drawings are you have to do and things like that? And it just got him talking about his life and because that's his world. Home learning is his world and uh, maybe what game he's playing on Xbox or what things he's doing on his phone or what, what, you know, yesterday it was like when we worked out, Hey, what do you want to do for a workout? And he didn't really have a suggestion. So finally I had to do something. So just engaging your kids, asking questions. Um, another thing that's great to do is to look for a need and meet it. I'm terrible at that actually. Um, so I don't do as I do do as I say, maybe is that what my dad used to say? But uh, because I don't notice things, my wife says that's a blessing and a curse. Because on the one hand, I don't notice when the house is messy, but on the other hand, I don't notice when the house is messy. So I do something about it as well. So, but that's a so, you know, that's a I'm trying to do better at that too, dads. Just take a time, take some time, and look around and see. You know, maybe the sink, you know, has full of dishes, or maybe, you know, the kids need help with homework or whatever. Just look around. Don't wait to be asked and to look for a need and meet it. Um, another thing to do is just be fun with, you know, it's so in the stress. It's I just, that's why we talk about earlier going to God and just getting filled up because what can you do that's fun? And you don't have to be fun all the time. You know, there's a time for work and there's a time for play and we need to be hard workers you know one of the things i want to teach all of my kids is to work hard and to be workers you know uh, just in that other day when we were doing that project at the daycare you know one of the things after i when i ended talking to mccade about uh, i said you know one of the things i want to teach you mccade i want to teach you how to be a hard worker and that's some of the things they can see you know my kids know that i work hard and they and i talk to them about my work but then we just need to be fun. I mean, if we're all work and no play, certainly that makes dad a dull boy, right? And uh, what are you going to do that's fun? What are you going to do that's energetic? And the final thing is, is uh, your kids are home and they're going to have a lot of energy. Kids have energy. They have way more energy than we do. And if you're detached from everything, the energy of your kids is going to run your wife over, okay? And she's going to be... Uh, very stressed because she probably by herself can't keep up with their energy. Now, you don't have to be out in the home environment all the time. I mean, dad, like I said, dads and moms are working it out different ways. And usually a lot of times they're doing it where, hey, you do it for a while and I'll do it for a while and things like that. But, but whatever it is, man, be a dad that helps burn your kids' energy. You know, whether that's wrestling with them or, you know, just coming out literally, dad's, coming out for 10 minutes, especially if you have younger kids and just wrestling with them or playing with them. You know, I remember I used to just throw my kids on the bed and, you know, and then we would wrestle on the bed or I'd flip them on the bed or whatever. And, uh, and they just loved it. Maybe it was five or 10 minutes and then they just scoot off and go play. It's like, okay, I've got my daddy fix. I'm filled up and I burned off some energy. You know, maybe it's outside that the weather's getting better. Um, Maybe go out and play baseball or kickball or whatever it is out there, basketball, whatever you want to do, but burn that energy. And 
and just be fun, you know. So I hope that this has helped you, dads. We're going to wrap up with this. Is uh, You've got this amazing opportunity. Here's what I want to leave you with. You've got this amazing opportunity to build the culture in your home in a positive way. And I don't know how long this lasts. None of us do. Let's take it a day at a time. And let's just today be a culture builder in our home, dads. Let's today go in and say, today I am going to be a positive culture builder in my home. I'm going to look for ways to help. I'm going to look for ways to be fun. I'm going to look to be patient. I'm going to look to maybe drop my standards a little bit and to let things roll a little bit and be a relational influence in your homes. Um, Hey, I hope this helped. If you have any thoughts, comments, you can uh, email me info at crazycoolfamily.com. I hope this helps you. And I hope that you are a great culture builder in your home. See you guys.